Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Core Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Absol. This is K.O. And you listening to the Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. Hey. This is the show that you come up on, yeah. This is the spot that you come up strong. Yeah. What's going on? Welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Martin Bauman. And it's the last day of our celebration of Canadian Music Week. If you didn't know, we've been dropping brand new podcasts every day this week. Just yesterday, we brought you our interview with Mike Boyd and his brother Classified. Today, we're wrapping things up with a good one. Chetto sits down with Tija Moses to talk about her mother's influence on her, overcoming obstacles, what music means to her, and lots more. Take a listen. So, uh, first of all, I just want to know, when it comes to what your social media, do you manage that yourself? Because you did a post on Facebook today about a writer uh, that wrote some negative things about Dr. Dre. Uh, Chris Richards, who said Dr. Dre is merely an example of an artist getting richer by ad- abandoning art. And he basically was writing about how if Dr. Dre, uh, if Apple buys Dr. Dre headphones, that... Dr. J will be the hip-hop's first billionaire. Mm-hmm. And there was a repost on the Facebook. I'm not, was it you, yeah. Sharon? Yeah. Telling me a little bit about that article and why it got you so heated. Um, you know, I wasn't basically heated about yeah. it. I was yeah. actually just sharing uh, a friend of mine, Brian Leach, who is actually my first A&R from TVT Records when I was signed to TVT Records, and he's an executive now at um, Sony. He posted the um, the headline of the article where it was saying that, you know, the guy was saying that what does it mean for hip-hop now that Dr. Dre is going to be the first hip-hop um, billionaire, and he hasn't put out detox and, like, what really is it doing for the hip-hop culture, and a friend of mine, he just expressed that it's doing everything for the hip-hop culture because in between this time you're saying that this man has not put out detox, he's put out Eminem, he's put out 50 Cent, he's put out whatever came from 50 Cent, he's put out uh, Kendrick Lamar, Mm -hmm. you know, he's done all these different things and that is hip hop that is, he's a label owner now so that is hip hop and taking hip hop to a way, to any level that it would um, be to spread it executive wise as well as artistically mm-hmm. is just making cu- the culture better and he goes on to name other artists I mean other you know artists and executives that have taken the platform of hip hop and taken it all around the world and made it a big thing and mm-hmm. it's really just saying don't let them take our um, accomplishments from us don't let anyone tell you what you've done from nothing and grew into something mm-hmm. is not profound mm-hmm. and I could just you know I just felt I can relate to it. I, li- I loved every single word he said. So uh-huh. when I see things like that, they touch me. I just share it uh-huh. with people that may not have seen it. Especially people from outside of the culture who just are critiquing something you don't realize hip-hop's going to have a billionaire now and how yeah. beautiful that thing is exactly. to have a billionaire. That's a huge accomplishment itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've, you've traveled Europe. You, Camden, is, I guess, is one of your favorite places to right. see because it's all autistic. Uh, I'm not sure if you know. I know you've been here at least a couple times in yes. Toronto. Have you had a chance to explore this beautiful city? I haven't had a chance yeah. to explore Toronto. I want to yeah. come back and get involved because I think the um, culture here is really cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you have not seen the city of Toronto, so the food, arts, culture, and all that type of stuff, okay? We definitely have to come back because 
I would recommend the summertime definitely. Yeah, Are you a tropical person? You like the warm weather compared tropical. to yeah, yeah. yes, very very tropical. <laughs> definitely. Um, as a youth, you were very uh, inspired by your mother. Tell me that tomorrow being Mother's Day, uh, reflecting back, and you're a mother yourself as well too. The things that your mother have instilled into you that are in you today that maybe you possibly have passed on to your sons as well. Um, the number one thing my mother instilled in me and my siblings was faith. Faith is the most uh, important commodity in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to believe, believe in your God, believe in yourself, believe enough to just keep it moving, you know. Mm -hmm. um, she also instilled in me as a woman to respect myself and, you know, not run around and spread myself with everybody because I have to be a woman of value and a woman of value doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. um, and be good to people. Mm -hmm. She and I think those are things that I've definitely have tried to instill into my kids. Yeah. Be, be um, respect respect people and and be reciprocal. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, three words that you chose to explain your journey so far in another interview was persistence, consistency, and learned experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to know a little bit about learned experience because uh, uh, the things where I think especially the youth nowadays they feel like. Uh, school is the only way that you can learn something or you know approaching school is the only way you learn things but sometimes you just have to take action and, and do it can you tell me a little bit about learned experiences and things that you've learned that are probably much more valuable than being in a classroom mm -hmm. um, well especially for a career like this one mm -hmm. it's definitely one where you have to get out and do it to learn no one can teach you this in a classroom at all mm -hmm. um, traveling and doing shows learning how to conduct stage that is the most learned experience I've gotten because from the first time I stepped on the stage to tonight my last time if I don't do it ever again you know I've definitely learned from um, the different things that miscellaneous things that would happen and the different crowds you in interact with you know mm -hmm. uh, as far as the business I've also learned um, things like where money is most needed where you don't really have to spend your money to, you know, where you, they make you think you have to spend your money, but you really don't. Mm -hmm. What is the most strategic way to spread your money around? Mm -hmm. Which is a hard thing. You can't learn. Nobody can sit there and teach you that. You kind of have to go through the experiences in this business to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the areas that you feel like has always been a challenge is business aspect because if you're a true artist, mm -hmm. it's such a great uh where it requires a lot of creativity out of the box that you can't pot it's kind of challenging to balance both those things so what are some you know the strategic areas that you think uh where business of, or should be focused on or money that should go uh that you feel are really important to musicians because i that's you're not the only only musician that struggles with that a lot of artists do that i know about they're great at writing they're great at engineering they're great at putting songs together but when it comes to the business they they struggle and if you really want to succeed you you have to have a little bit of uh you have to do well in that area what are some of the areas that you feel are really important that artists need to get their business straight on well, I just think that more than anything, you have to understand where the money comes from, mm -hmm. understanding that you should retain publishing because you make money off of publishing, as well as where you should put your money. And um, touching the people, I think, is the best investment. Going to do shows, touring, um, and, and you know, social networking. And touring is cost, but social networking is free. Mm -hmm. Touching the people as much as it, it possible, that's going to make for better business because then you can sell merch and you when you're on the road touching people you know mm -hmm. you can sell merch 
online if you if you have a proper fan base online you know mm-hmm. you can make money if you really touch these people they will buy into it yeah mm-hmm. and you'll have lifelong fans as well too uh cognac and conversations ep uh i th- heard you a little bit in that previous conver- uh interview saying it's a conversational piece something that you have on in the background can you tell me more about this ep yeah it's vibes you know it's just like it's just that it's like meant for you to be able to play it while you're washing dishes at the house, you would be able to throw it on when you're taking a drive. Mm. Um, if you're chilling with a dude, it's just background music, or if you hang with your homegirls talking shit, it's like, you know, it's just that vibe. It's the background music to to chill, mm-hmm. you know, to some cool, chill vibes. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not turn up, but it's not turned down either. It's just right there in the middle chilling. Mm-hmm. So is it something that's appropriate for the seasons that we have coming out, like summer, that type yeah. of stuff? or that? That type yes, of thing. it's definitely it's just good vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just good vibes, like press play and vibe out. Mm-hmm. When you're writing songs, is it true like you like to be by your own self, like your own energy, like you don't want to m- mesh with a lot of en- other energies that you like being on your own self, uh, you like solitude? Is that correct or no? That is yeah. correct. Yeah. You know, I really would when certain energies can come around, it doesn't really clash. But mm-hmm. I try to get my own ideas out and then take them to other people to help me with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to now working with producers, are you still going th- with, uh, like, Polly is an example with complex simplicity. You said you wanted to record it one, one person, like you wanted to do it uh, like a union, like a marriage. Uh, are you still applying that to these towards future projects, or are you experimenting with more other producers? I experiment with other producers, but I always lock in with certain ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, there are certain producers that I'm just extremely comfortable with, even though it hasn't been narrowed down to one because I'm learning myself how to... Um, get the sound that I need from different people mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely like to lock in with a small group mm-hmm. uh, one of the last questions teacher Moses what does music mean to you music is medicine music is just medicine it's it's um, it takes it's, it's it defines your journey in life you know it's like you know it has the same effect as a drug to me it can take you high, it can take you low, it can just maintain you. I mean, it's just, it's the feel good. It's the, it's the, it's the, you know, the best friend. It's what, when you're crying and you're like, why did he do this to me? She understands, you know, or don't worry, be happy. Or, you know, when the music hits you, you feel no pain. Dang, that's exactly how I feel. You know, it's just like, it's medicine. Mm-hmm. It's everything, isn't it? It's everything. Yes, it is. That's awesome. And I love that you said feel good music. That's what our slogan for our radio show is as well, too. We like to make people feel good through the power of music. Um, anything else that you wanted to say to our audience uh, that's listening online and on our podcast and the rest of the world? Yes, I'd like to say thank you so much for always supporting. I'm very appreciative, and I hope that everyone can continue and get into what I'm doing and um, know that it will never stop. That's the one thing. You never stop. You're, you said you're the energizer bunny. You keep going and going and going and going. And I think that's really important nowadays, right? Because uh, I, I feel like the, most of the artists that I feel have longevity have been doing it for at least 10 to 15 years. And that's when they really reach success at that point. Uh, so don't, don't stop. Keep going, TJ Moses. Never, never, never. <laughs> Well, there you have it. If you want to know more about Teacher Moses, you can go to thecomeupshow.com. If you enjoyed the show, help us out. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Come Up Show. Hope you enjoyed these podcasts all week long. Keep checking back as next week we'll be dropping another throwback. Once again, I'm Martin Bauman. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 